Get the best odds on all the big games this March. Download the Circa Sports Iowa app today. Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's a new episode of Corner 3, presented by our friends at MechDine, the MechDine Corporation. Check them out at MechDine.com. Uh, on today's episode of Corner 3, we're joined by new Iowa State Cyclone, Jaron Holmes. Uh, I had really high expectations for this episode. I know that Jaron... Uh, well, I knew that he studied sports media at St. Bonaventure, so I figured that this would be something that would be right up his alley, and uh, he absolutely delivered, and then some. Uh, I thought that it was a, a really fantastic interview, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy getting used to, or getting to know Jaron a little bit more. Uh, one quick little programming note, Scott and I will have a, another episode of the podcast uh, the early to middle part of next week. Uh, on Tuesday, we're going to get the opportunity to interview Man, the man, the myth, the legend, a corner three cult hero, uh, Big Eddie Lampkin from TCU. Uh, the reason we're going to do this is because we're going to try and work our way through the Big 12 and get, uh, you know, some guys from hopefully every team to come on the podcast, just talk about the league. We can celebrate the league a bit, little bit and, um, you know, just kind of get everybody an opportunity to, to get to know some of these other guys from uh, from other teams before they'll come and visit Hilton Coliseum again this winter uh, and of course we're going to continue to work our way through this Iowa State basketball roster uh, and just get to know more and more of these Cyclones and, and get as many of them as we possibly can uh, here during the summer so without much further ado I'll toss it off to our interview with new Iowa State Cyclone Jaron Holmes welcome back to the Cyclone Fanatic podcast it's uh, a special edition of Corner 3 we're joined by New Cyclone, Jaron Holmes, the transfer from St. Bonaventure. Jaron, how's it going tonight, man? Thanks for taking some time. Honestly, I just want to thank you guys for having me. Um, I can wait to get on the podcast and get on this show with you guys. Um, you guys do great things on here, so I'm excited uh, to have the opportunity to speak with you guys and um, hopefully a lot of Cyclone fans to get to know me a little better. Man, I, I'm already the, the most polite guest we've had on the show, so... You just with that introduction, we're off yeah, to a good start. Yeah, you could give some credit to my mom there. She <laughs> taught me a little something. So sounds good. Yeah, I knew uh, when I saw that you were studying sports media at St. Bonaventure. I knew right away. Oh man, we got to get this guy on the podcast because he'll know know what's up. Uh, that was one of my questions I was going to ask you. Why did you Why did you study sports media, and what made you want to do that? And you know, what do you hope to do? down the road with that with that degree um honestly ever since i was little um i watched cartoons but i really didn't i always watched sports center i always watched journalists i always loved the interviewing process i love talking to people i like i like understanding people's backgrounds and different scenarios that trials and tribulations that they had been to been through um, I think just conversation in general is the greatest thing that we have. Um, what we're doing now, you're learning about me. I'm learning about you guys. Um, and Cyclone fans are learning about me. So it's it's like, it honestly, with my mom, my grandparents, they just always were like, uh, Jaren, I can see you doing that. Jaren, I can see you doing that. Every time, like Lisa Salters or Doris Burke, Stephen A. Smith. Um, my mom also had the opportunity to um, – uh, Jamil Hill, she actually went to Mumford 
um, when my mother was there. So she, she knows her. And uh, um, she said, you remind me so much of Jamel. So I always just, um, I took that as a, a huge compliment because yeah. she's tremendous at what she does. Um, and uh, so I just always took a liking to it. I love people. Um, I'm a people person. Uh, I think it's just, I, I, that's just my biggest thing. I love talking to people. What would be your ideal role then? Like, you know, 10 years from now, what would you hope to be doing if you're in sports media? Would you want to um, be like Stephen A and kind of do what he does? Would you like, what would you want to do? Honestly, I think, I, I think something like that, like Skip, Shannon, yeah. uh, Liz, um, I don't think I, I, I don't know if I would want to do play by play. Um, I think I, I would want to more analyze different scenarios, different situations that teams are, um, put into, um, with also having the background with my brother being with the angels. Um, I know baseball, I played baseball. That was my first love. Um, I actually stopped playing baseball because I found out my little brother was better than me. And I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> <laughs> so, like baseball was my first love. And, uh, I just naturally better at basketball. He was naturally better at baseball. So, Man, so, okay, I'm sure you're an Angels fan now then, but who was your team growing up? Uh, the Yankees and the Tigers, without a doubt. Okay. Um, the Yankees because of Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a – he was an idol of mine playing baseball. I had, I had like, an idol of every sport. Uh, and I, was I, a, I was a Red Sox guy. I, I, uh, I loved Red- Pedro – and uh, Jer- Jared would attest to this. I, I like guys that are, aren't afraid to stir things up a little bit. I like to yeah. stir up the pot once in a while. So I always appreciated his willingness to get in there and make it interesting. I didn't miss a Boston Red Sox versus Yankee game. <laughs> um, the great, it's still one of the greatest rivalries of all time. I it's, agree. Up, it's up there with like the Celtics and the Lakers. In oh, my no, doubt. no doubt. Um, and, uh, like Euclid, Tim Wakefield, uh, David Ortiz, Dustin Pedroia. Like, uh, I play, I play every game possible baseball and then every game. <laughs> and I play football games. Yeah. I even dabbled in football a bit. My mom, my mom always allowed us to pick and choose what sports we wanted to um, try. So I even tried gymnastics. I tried tennis. Um, I tried. Um, football. So I just, I love sports. I love anything about sports, love bowling. That's like one of my hobbies that I do on the side. Um, my family um, is big on bowling. My grandfather was an excellent bowler. Uh, my mother was as well. So we, we always do bowling on the side. You know, that's just like one of the things I do um, when I'm not playing basketball. Have you taken your teammates out and, and kicked their ass in bowling yet then? Nah, they they've gotten lucky. I'm trying to get them to like me, so I don't want to. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm, in, I'm still in that, uh, you know, that freshman tight range. Even though I'm a grad transfer, I'm still getting to know everybody and um, getting to know everybody's story. So I'm I'm trying to you know get it get in their good graces before you know I really tear them up. <laughs> sure. So what I mean, what have been your impressions of the guys and just of being in Ames? What's it? Is it what you expected it to be being at Iowa State? It's everything. I could have ever dreamed of and then some um honestly it's a blessing from god that i'm here today 
Um, and I have this opportunity to play for such an amazing university um, with such amazing fans and, you know, around this great community. Um, just going out with my family um, while they brought me here, you know, they, the people at the restaurants were opening, like welcoming me with opening arms, um, took a couple pictures. So it, it's been more than I can ever dream of, honestly. Um, Do you have any ties to Iowa State? Like, had you, were there any players that from Michigan that you followed? Or do you know, because like I'm from Wisconsin, I had no idea the following that Iowa State had until I got there and played. Um, I didn't really get recruited by Iowa State in high school. So um, it was definitely as a player for me, I was taken back by the following that Iowa State sports has, but especially their basketball program. No, I'm very familiar with Iowa State and the culture um the championships the winning um the fans i haven't experienced hilton magic um but i've seen it you know on television and you guys can test to this it's probably nothing like television mm -hmm. it's probably 100 times better being in the building yeah 100 percent. but i'd have to say um monte morris monte yeah. morris from being from Flint Beecher, Matt Thomas, George Niang, Nas. Um, I forgot his first name, um, but he was from Romulus, uh, last name Buckley. He was a. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I played with him. Yep. Yeah. Dominique. Yep. Yeah. Dominique Buckley. Um, uh, me going to Romulus, I know him. Uh, also, Will Clyburn him having the opportunity to play here as well. Um, me and his uh, little brother are very close. I don't really know Will that much personally, but um, that played a big factor in a lot of my decision um, just because of the fact that Coach TJ had a relationship with Will, um, had a relationship with Monte Morris. Um, and, it, it, you know, and they all flourished in this system um, and flourished here as well. Um, I've always been in a lot of areas where there hasn't been many distractions. Um, like this is a beautiful city, but it's not LA. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? It's, an, it's a beautiful city, but it's, it's like not Florida. Um, this is just enough for me. Um, like Bonaventure was just enough for me, just like Ranger College. Like I've always been in scenarios and situations where I could focus on the work and being in the gym. And, um, you know, just take in the little things that, you know, that town or city has to offer. It's so, funny you, you say that because uh, DeAndre Kane's mom, DeAndre played for uh, Iowa State in 2013-14, was an All-American point guard. Uh, his mom famously called Ames Focus Town. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, uh, it's, like I said, it's a beautiful town. Um it's it's really great. The people have been so um, receptive of me and my family so far. Um, but even the past players um, reaching out, um, like Naz, um, Mitru Long, uh, had a great conversation with him. Um, those guys like Matt Thomas, George Niang, um, those guys have been just like very influential just for talking to me for 10 minutes. You had a close um, relationship with Coach Schmidt too, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. Me and Coach, uh, we kind of go back, but not that. Like I've been following Coach Schmidt for a very long time and admiring his work. Um, he, when he was at Romulus, 
um, working with guys like E.C. Matthews, Wes Clark, Leo Edwards. I mean, if you look it up now, you'll see Nate in an old gym, like working those guys out, like Monte Morris, um, like those guys out for free, Eric Davis, just to like, you know, really work himself up to the guy he is today and the trainer he is today. So him working with those type of people, you know, that also influenced my situation of me trying to go to Romulus. I thought he would possibly be there. Um, and that was just like a big thing. Um, that connection, him and, um, you know, his, um, his circle. Um, Cause life is about connections. So, um, I, I just have always admired his work, how hard he works. Um, we've kind of like, uh, we've had, I reached out to him one time around junior college, you know, just kind of asked him, um, if he could help me out. And, um, he was so receptive and all of open arms. And, you know, a lot of people don't have to do that. Um, you know, coming out of high school, but the fact that I, you know, I was from Romulus, Michigan guy too. Um, I think he took a liking to me. And then um, we just kind of, we were kind of like in, um, you know, contact just as in checking in every now and then, you know, he congratulated me on St. Bonaventure and, you know, things of that nature. But, uh, you know, I just always followed him from Heard, UNLV, him working with, you know, a former Bonagrad and Jalen Adams and, you know, those type of things with the Wisconsin herd. Um, so I know he, he knows what he's talking about. And he's, he, uh, the, I mean, the work shows, the work show position shows, um, as of, you know, him becoming an assistant coach now. So what's been your, uh, first impressions of TJ and the rest of the staff, but especially TJ. Uh, I can go down the list, but I mean, I love TJ. Um, I never met a coach more, uh, very big on relationship, you know, just trying to have a conversation about your day, talking to, to me about, you know, anything like, so your mom, mom went to work today. Like, well, I was hurting it. You know what I mean? Just. You know, he's very personable, um, and I can, I can say he is, you know, easy to talk to. Um, and that that means a lot to me, especially in my last year. I want to feel very comfortable um, with my head coach. And, and it's just uh, he he's so passionate about coaching and the game of basketball and about Iowa State. Like, it's just uh, – it's, it's an unreal feeling, man, to have somebody that believes in you and uh, believes in your talent and um, also just, like, believes in, you know, my family as well. Um, you know, he'll even, you know, ask about my brother, you know, call my mom, check on my mom every now and then. So um, it's just, it, you know, it's hard to find a lot of people like that out here in the world. So the fact that he's like that um, is a trait that a lot of people, a lot of coaches don't have. And I think that's what sets him apart from, you know, so many. And that's why he's he's going to be here a very, very long time, in my opinion. Um, yeah, so Coach TJ is amazing. Um, Coach JR, he talks a lot of trash. He swears like, <laughs> swear. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> him one on one. Um, Coach Micah, he's been good. Um, Coach Mo, um, he from Michigan as well. Having all these Michigan guys has just been great, honestly. Um, and our other player development coach, um, he's been great, just giving me little tips and um, that he sees, and you know, always in my ear. Um, it's just, it's just a very positive space here at Iowa State. Very positive, very encouraging, very powerful. You know, um, very uplifting. You know, we, they don't do, they don't ask us to do anything that they don't do. I mean, we we eat dinner together every day, breakfast together. Um, those, that's hours away from their family as well. They have families, and um, they make time and they make it happen. So. Even if the kids are there at this um, sukkah with us, um, but they make sure they're available at all times. They're there with us. Um, you know, they they um, they're there before us working out. If we work out, they want to work out. So, Coach Green as well. Um, he talks so much, but guess uh, <laughs> <laughs> because like I'm a grad chancellor, you know, he's always picking on me. But it's just uh, Coach Green. That's my guy, though. Um, and uh, it's just—it's honestly just a great, great situation for me and my family. It's a great program. It's great coaches. It's great people around. Coach Link, um, he murdered me today in lift, but he, he even him just encouraging as well. Um, Vic, those guys, you know, they do a great job. It, it, it from the turnaround that Iowa State had in just a year, I can only see it going up from here. Um, these guys are special. Um, they have a very, very, very tight, close-knit group of coaches. Um, they talk all the time. The chemistry is there. Um, and the player development is there as well. Like, you know, Coach TJ, he'll be out. He'll be there um, just, you know, running on the treadmill, doing his, his daily workouts and things of that nature. Coach Green will be on the elliptical thinking he's doing something. Um but uh, they're always there in the gym with us, always available. And I, I like that feeling. It's just great. Uh, when you and I talked after you committed, um, I asked you about the transfer process uh, and what that was all what that was all like. That was obviously a really crazy time to be going through the transfer process. What do you want to tell me again? Like, what was that like? What what was that whole experience? All those schools, I'm sure you had contacting you. And then when you get on Twitter, you're looking at the news and you're seeing all these things about, you know, a Nigel Pax getting 800,000 from Miami or like things like that. What's going through your mind? What did you think of that entire process? I look, you got kind of scared. I got kind of scared just because I've never been in that situation before. Um, you know, me being a kid that didn't have any high, high school offers, out of high school and then he didn't have any offers out of prep school um had about you know about five offers out of junior college five to ten offers out of junior college um to have 30 plus 35 plus offers it was like a dream come true i mean every kid dreams of having all these college coaches call you and you know i was on phones with big names like I didn't even think these people knew my name. Um, and it was really a surreal experience um, because I'm so thankful that I got to experience it. 
but I was also very scared because of this was my last year and I had to make the right decision for me and my family and uh, the right decision for my career uh, moving forward. Um, but yeah, now I definitely, when Nigel Pack got 800,000, that definitely intrigued me. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, maybe I can help my family right now. And that will, that will be, uh, that'll be something, you know, um, Cause my brother, my brother right now, he, you know, he's got a little up on me right now, but I, I told him I'm going to catch up. Um, so I, it was just a, it was a real experience, but I think it was the hardest and um, one of the most scariest decisions of my life because um, in this world, like there's not a lot of people you can trust. Um, and uh, people will tell you things and lie to your face um, just so you can do something for them as well. You know, I wanted to go to a program where I needed them just as much as they needed me. Um, and uh, I didn't want that relationship with that university to be transactional. Um, because I'll have all of next year and the rest of my career to be a professional athlete. You only have so much time to be a college kid, not worry about Oh, am I paying my taxes? Oh, am I doing this? Oh, am I doing that? You know? Um, and on top of that, um, you know, we didn't have many NIL opportunities at Bonaventure. You know, mm -hmm. we have um, like clothing line at the sports locker, um, but that wasn't just sitting there bringing us hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I've never really needed that. Um, because my, you know, my my always um, found a way, no matter, no matter what, on a teacher's salary, she's always found a way to support two kids, and you know that's. So I've never ever worried about, you know, I worried more so on the fact that um, I know that I need to get better as a basketball player. Um, I need to, you know, probably one more year to grow up, uh, become a better man, so that um, I really can't help my family out in the long run and uh, become a, a better basketball player where um, I'll be playing for a long time. So that was my biggest decision. And that's why I thought Iowa State was the place for me. What do you, in this last year, I guess, describe your game a little bit. And then, you know, what, what in this off season are you kind of focused on really trying to, to improve and take your game to the next level? Um, I'd have to say last year, I didn't shoot the ball as well as I, should have um, a very good shooter. So this year, it's just really just tweaking some things, uh, making my shot more consistent, um, being more consistent from the line, being more consistent, handling the ball as well. Um, and just, you know, being able to, um, learning how to create my own shot more. Um, and just being put more in that leadership role, um, that leadership um, role. I've had a lot of experience um, over my basketball career, I've been into a lot of places. Um, won some championships, lost some championships. Um, it's uh, what I've been really working on is uh, my explosiveness as far as um, defense, sliding my feet, um, trying to get my floater. Um, that's one emphasis that Coach Smith has had. Uh, he's trying to get me to perfect this floater. So. Um, and I love, I love the thought of it, um, but every day, um, 
we're just working on the consistency of my shot using using my legs more um getting my handle tighter and my decision making as well becoming better off a ball screen um and making quicker reads um you know there's a time where you speed up time where you slow down um time where you play at your own pace but um the game still moves so making those reads quicker while also playing at my pace so um I'm trying to do that and getting my feet quicker and that's what um, Link's been helping me with, getting my feet quicker, jumping rope, doing different things like that so that um, I can just be successful this year and hopefully um, help Iowa State to a lot of wins this year. I'm sure that it, it helps with your transition a little bit that you've got somebody that you know pretty well uh, in Oshun. What what was your were you happy to see him joining you? And then what what's he going to bring to the table? Is he is he the defender that uh, everybody advertises him to be? Listen, I, when Shun, at first, I was the only one that had entered the portal out of the five. Um, so when Shun entered the portal, I was on him. <laughs> I, I, like, gotta go rock with me for one more year. Like, this could be special again. Like, we can do something special here. Um, and you're comfortable with me. Your family loves me. My family loves you. Like, we're all, you know, we're best friends. Like, we've been together for three years. Well, this is four years now. Um, living in, living together and being in a place where there's not a lot of stuff to do at all, like less stuff to do here than, than it is here. So you you learn a lot about, you know, your teammates during that time. And you experience some things, you go through some heartbreaks, you go through some some pain, you go through the joyous moments, you go through you go through life with them. Me and Shun will be brothers for life. And that's that's just the facts. Just just like those guys at Bonaventure as well. Kyle Dom, those guys like I, Jalen, like we're we're all gonna be friends for life. Like it, it's Bonaventure is such a special place that I was able to experience because there's not anything to do there but a basketball player. So and you have to rely on me to be, you know, to stay kind of sane. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like uh pain. So like but Nah, she was the, she was the best shot blocker in the country. That's a fact, in my opinion. Um, I've played with them for three years. I've seen him get messed up. I've seen him tear, just like just tear it up. Like I know Shun, and one thing I can count on Shun is he's gonna play hard. He's gonna play hard every single night. He's gonna play with emotion. He's gonna play with passion. And he's gonna ride for me like I ride for him. That's why I always wanted I wanted him to come to, to Iowa State with me so bad. Like I said, dude, you gotta meet this guy. You gotta meet this guy, Coach DJ. You got to. Once you meet him, bro, I promise you, you're gonna fall in love and then we're we're gonna be all at we're gonna be at Iowa State together again. Cause once you do that, like it'll be a done deal. And you gotta meet the staff. Um but soon is you never know as far as if he's going to block a shot, um, if he'll take a charge, um, he'll shock the ball screens. That like Shun has a knack for being a defensive player. Um, a lot of people don't have that, um, but.
what he does. Um, he doesn't need the ball. Half the time that Bonaventure, he didn't want it. I want, I want him to be more aggressive this year. Like, I want him to score. Like, I want him to get it down on the block. Like, Jerry, give it to me. Give it to me. Um, like, uh, Shoot is a great guy. Like, it, you guys are going to love him. Cyclones, the Cyclones are going to love him. Like, the Cyclone fans are going to love him. They're going to fall in love with this guy. Eastern I can minister. already hear the I can already hear the chants like the Shun chants coming from the yeah. student section, right? I'm trying to tell you guys that. <laughs> One thing about Shun, he appeases the crowd like he. All, <laughs> like, I'm gonna shot. love him then. Yeah, he's a blocking a shot. He's looking right in the crowd. He's like he's getting them going. He's taking a charge. He's slapping the floor. He he's such an energetic, emotional player. Like. Come time me and Shooter had to get into it because we're both so emotional, you know? And but the fact is that I know that he wants to win and I know that I want to win. So we both want to win. Like we're on the same page. And um he's a competitor. We always talk trash. Um today in practice, he didn't jump with me. I dumped it. <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> but uh I always talk about uh they I would say I I say I ducked on him, but he said he did that I didn't duck on him. But <laughs> we back and forth. If you get him on this call, he'll probably say, nah, he didn't duck on he didn't duck on me. But I would crash to him about it like, oh yeah, don't jump with me. But Lord knows he'll block my shot. <laughs> <laughs> um I already know that 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 energy, the the playing to the crowd, that's going to look pretty good in Iowa City uh, in December when you guys got to go out there and play against Iowa. What do you know about the Cyhawk rivalry? I don't, I don't know much about it, man. They said it's you gotta, pretty, you gotta promise. Yeah, you're gonna something. find out. You, you're gonna find out. If you out. hit a big three late in the second half, one to put it away, you got to give the crowd a throat slash. Oh man, that's oh. gonna that's gonna get him canceled, Scott. You can't do that. That's too that's too oh. much, maybe. I I did that. I did that. That's uh, you gotta you gotta. I'm telling you, man. If you hit a big one, the 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 the, the, the Hawkeye fans will love it. Oh yeah, oh. I'm sure they will. <laughs> oh, tell me that. Cause now I have to really. I gotta really. Get it. <laughs> and yeah. if TJ hears this, he's gonna tell you to not do that because you probably shouldn't. But moving <laughs> around. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I haven't. I have not experienced it. Uh, one of my really good friends um, plays football for Iowa, Kayvon Merriweather. So I've been talking trash to him all day. I'm like, our, our football team wants to kill y'all. Like, you just keep talking. <laughs> um, but I definitely will be in attendance at that game. Like, I would watch him play. Um, so it, it, it'll be exciting. Um, it'll be exciting to play there. Um, like I said, this is historic. Like, this, this campus – this arena, the university, the fans, like it's it's unreal. So um I'm ready for all the robberies. I'm excited. It's a big game every game. You you talked a little bit about leadership a little bit ago too. You know, obviously just talking to you a little bit, you can tell you're a really mature guy. You've been around, you know the game. What do you want to bring to to this program and this team? You know, they lost They've got some leaders coming back, no question about that. I'm sure you met those guys, but they lost a lot from last year too between guys leaving and going to the portal. What do you want to bring as a leader to this program? Um, I really just want to be that big brother, like, kind of relate with the young guys and relate with people. Like, I've been there before. Like, you're going to have ups and downs. You're going to be some days where you're just 
on the moon and then someday you're you just feel like it can't get any worse um like you could go like i would say from my experience last year like i felt like it was just it kind of was like that we went from being the number one team in the conference coming off a double championship to you know making the fourth seed but like we were top 25 like it was it, you know you you go through those things and you have those you know, those disappointing moments, but I mean, it's life, you know, it only makes you stronger. So I just want to reiterate that to those guys and, um, you know, you know, come to their level. Like there's going to be some days where you're just like, nothing is going well. And I just want to, you know, you know, be there for them for, you know, any questions, you know, anything that I see, um, I'm not here to boss anybody around. Um, this is a brotherhood between, you know, those guys in that locker room. Um, I want them to be just as success, just as successful as I am um, this season, and um, and we can't we can't win a game without anyone in that locker room. So we all have to be on the same page. So I think I'm just going to try to be that bridge um, from like the coaches to you know the players, um, from player to player, and you know from player to coach. Just trying to you know you know encourage guys and you know really help out. You know, just so that this, so that they don't feel alone, you know, or in those moments, because there's moments where I've, I have felt like that. And it's just, I mean, it's just what it is. It's basketball and, you know, you go through the trials and the tribulations, but I just want to be like that big brother, that old, that old, that old brother. Like <laughs> I was looking at some of the, the years they were born. I was like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> man, you're the old head on the team, man. I try to just be like that grand, that grandfather with all the <laughs> up to like, that's what I'll try to be like as far as leadership, just like, you know, that funny, goofy guy, that grandfather type role, like, you know, get the old jokes and all those different things. Like I'm excited for that. And um, I just want to be there for them. I think that's the biggest thing as far as my leadership. It's not a certain type. Um, it's just being there for each one of those guys um, and knowing that they have someone they can talk to, knowing that they have someone that's going to fight for them. And on someone that ride for them uh, to that uh, clock hits uh, zero. Uh, you've played against Hassan Ward. What's the scouting report on him? <laughs> A little VCU say Bonaventure rivalry. Oh uh, man! Yeah, me and me and Hassan, um, we actually kind of got close this year, um, playing each other, um, and. Uh, Hassan's a great guy, great guy. Um, he's super talented, and he has a knack for defense. Like, <laughs> seems like there's a common theme here. Yeah, has a knack for defense, just like Shun. So, um, they used to battle it out. Um, and Hassan is so athletic, freakishly athletic. Could probably be a track star, in my in my opinion, the way he runs and glides across the court. Um, he's special. He's a special talent. Um, he has a great, he has so much potential that he can grow into here. Um, I think at VCU, some of the times, you know, they held him a little back just as far as like his, you know, um, you know, things that they wanted him to do. Um, 
you know, so I think that he'll be able to open up his game here more um, just by, you know, hearing what the coaches have to say about Hassan and what I know about Hassan as well. He's a hard worker and I'm, I'm excited to play for him, play with him and, uh, you know, talk a little trash about our championship. Outside of uh, Hilton, <laughs> where are you most looking forward to playing in the Big 12? Like what venue are you most looking forward to, to playing at? Mm, every single one, honestly. Every single one. It can go down the list. Um, it can go down the list. Like I said, I've watched Iowa State basketball for as long as I can remember. So I've seen every venue, every venue, what it looks like. But I haven't experienced. I think I just want to experience every single one. I don't think there's just one I'm just super excited to play for, you know play against you know and see I'm just I just want to experience it all for my last year uh, this is a great me um, and the team as well um, but you know I've always dreamed of playing at venues like this um, I always I always believed that I could play in in a conference like this and um, you know it's just kind of showing that um, you know that I'm here and that all the work our work that I've put in over the years has, has finally paid off. I'll tell you right now that however loud Allen Fieldhouse comes across on TV, it's way, way louder. But it is so freaking cool, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> like it's it's one of those places that once you you get to experience it, like you will be you'll be blown away just how cool it is to play in that building. And I obviously didn't play in there, but to be in that building and to experience the history of that and everything, like and it's a really fun environment to be in. I I mean, when you say that, you just think about it like, uh, you know, uh, like we'll be playing against like Bill Self. Like that's that's kind of crazy in my head. Just like think about all the guys he's coached, all the championships he's won. Um, I don't know. I, like I remember I, the NCAA basketball ten game. I I went to Kansas just like and I I, I want to play. I want to play at Kansas because. Uh, you know, I I don't know. I that's gonna be an unreal experience for me. I'm just I'm really gonna take that, in. um, take that in and try to get it done with a dub there. Oh yeah, that's one of those places, man. You get in there and you see the banners. You see Chamberlain, uh, Collison, Heinrich. You know all the names up on the wall, and it's like, man, like this is history. You know, like this is basketball history type of thing. So yeah, I'm excited to be able to to see you play there. Uh, I got a couple quick questions for you and then um, we'll let you know, let you go. I know uh, game six of the NBA finals is about to start. So none of us want to miss that, but uh, who's your favorite basketball player of all time? Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant is the goat. Um, I just feel like nobody cares. In my opinion, rest his soul. Um, that was, if it was one thing I wish I could have did was meet him. I just want to ask him one question, like, like how? Not just one specific question, like how? How did you do it? Like, and how can I do it? That's 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 two questions I'd ask. That's awesome. What's uh? What's your favorite genre of music? And then, who's your favorite musical artist? I don't really have a favorite genre of art, like music. I listen to everything. I got a bit of country on my playlist. 
I got a feelings playlist. I got a Spanish playlist. Um, like my brother started getting me listening to Spanish music because now he, now that he speaks Spanish fluently, um, from being in the in the league, I, I listen to everything. I don't have one particular. I, I really don't. I really don't. I, I listen to everything. I do have this rule though: no no rap before twelve. No rap before twelve. <laughs> no rap before twelve o'clock. That, that's got a. That should be a Cyclone Fanatic T-shirt for uh, NIL for Jaron. That that's a that's a great quote. Why, why is that? Why no rap before twelve? It gets you too hyped up. Nah, you know you have all day to listen to. You know the wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got all. This, you know to have the speakers booming. Sometimes you know, in the morning you want to listen. You know maybe some gospel or you want to listen to. Um, you want to listen to like Whitney Houston, something like that. She's got all the bangers, like those t- those type of smooth melody type songs, like uh, the Temptation, New Edition. Like I I, I listen to all of that. So that I I no rap before twelve. That's my that's my thing. No rap. I love it. What's uh What's your favorite food? Favorite food? I probably say. Shrimp fried rice, shrimp fried rice, like hibachi. Like, that would be my favorite. That would be my favorite. That would be my favorite. Yeah. All right. I don't, yeah, that's like that. I don't know. That, that'd probably be my favorite. That's my anything I got. All right. Last one that I've got. And then if Scott's got anything else, I'll let him go. Uh, who's the best player you've had to guard in your college career? And then what made them so tough to stop? <sighs> Uh, probably when I was in junior college, um, Chris Duarte, Chris Duarte probably, but it is tough. Honestly, Chris Duarte, Cam Thomas, uh, yeah, that's, that's like, that's who I can really think of, honestly. Chris Duarte went to Oregon, right? Isn't that, yeah, and he's a is he with the Pacers now? He's with the Pacers. He's with the Pacers. Um, but uh yeah, probably him. Cool. Scott, you got anything else? No, I got nothing. No, no more. Awesome. Jaron, we really appreciate this, man. This has been this has been really cool. Uh we look forward to to getting more opportunities to get to meet you here over the next couple months and and get to know you and and I know Cyclone Nation's really going to enjoy this and and enjoy your personality man you're uh you're going to be really successful in anything you do that's for sure I appreciate that and um those kind words um thank you again for having me on the show and um I'm just happy to be a Cyclone and I'm I'm so thankful and blessed that you guys gave me this opportunity you know to tell tell the fans a little bit about myself and um I can't wait for the season to start and um just know that I'm going to um, playing my hardest for you guys, and uh, there's never going to be a moment where I quit, no matter if I have an injury or not. So uh, that's that's a fact.